0: Welcome back to Wednesday Night Fight Back. Uh, now, Michael, you wrote a very interesting piece the other day about a, an important politician administrator in Singapore called Lim Kim San, who was responsible, wasn't he, for uh, starting and invigorating the public housing projects of the 1960s. First, could you tell us a bit about him?
1: Well, this is, uh, I mean, this is another of my, of my Gokeng Sui um, trilogy. Uh, Gokeng Sui, I mean, everyone talks about, you know, we should be Singapore on Thames. And I think they have absolutely no idea what that what that actually is. Uh, the guy who actually built the economic and financial and to some extent legitimacy foundations of Singapore was this guy called Gokeng Sui, who had a very fertile, clever, determined and quite funny mind. I mean, you know, we have this picture of Singapore being very iron-fisted through Lee Kuan Yew. Well, Gokeng Sui was kind of, he was the the, the velvet glove, if you like. Um, But in 1959, when the PAP government uh, got direct domestic control from Britain, they faced a housing crisis. And guess why, William? Guess why they faced this housing crisis? Well, I'll tell you. Because they'd had a very, very sharp lot of immigration, and yeah. the British authorities had built no housing, mm. so you had all these little shop houses where you have the kind of the the shop on the ground floor and then the flat above, uh, which had been the sort of basic standard housing unit of of a lot of the Nanyang Chinese. These, in order just to cope with the number of the influx of people had been subdivided until you had five or even 10 families living in these very small places. Mm. So absolutely unsanitary, you know, really nasty, really nasty housing conditions. Mm. And Go keng Sui, um, he was uh, the PAP representative for a very working class core Chinese district. And he looked at these, things, at these conditions and said, okay, if we are, if any government of post-independence Singapore is going to have legitimacy. One of the things it's got to do is it's got to get housing done. I hope that this is all beginning to sound familiar to you, William. Yeah,
0: no, it's <laughs> up my street.
1: And yeah. um, what, he, what he did, he, he, he approached um, uh, uh, someone he knew from school, an old schoolmate called Lim Kim San, uh, who had gone into banking. And uh he said to him, look, we you know we have got to do something about this, what can we do? And Lim Kim Sam said this. He said, I will take the job. You want houses built? I will take the job. But I have two I have two conditions. One, I'm not gonna take any salary until the job is done. Can you imagine that? Yeah. And secondly. Yeah. Secondly, you've got to give me carte blanche to get the job done. Mm. Um and Go Keng Sui said, Go for it baby look the point was that under the british there were 10 to 15 different committees that housing approvals had to go through mm. again is this sounding familiar it's very familiar michael and with the result that of course they had built no housing mm. and Lim H- 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 sam went in and he said this is absolutely ridiculous we mm. need to get this done and we are mandated to get this done. It is part of our legitimacy to get this done, and we will get it done. So from and now he, on, I'm yeah. the committee. I'm the committee, that's
0: what he said. And it, and it's, it was very interesting story. Uh, and actually, I, I remember as a child, my father had a, a business on Boat Key, and the sort of shop houses that you're talking about was, mm. was where his business was, actually, upstairs. You sure. know, there you, you've got very very cramped conditions but it's a different place now and it's it's done incredibly well can I just um I mean it's not just the structure is it Michael it's also the personality well
1: hold on let me let me tell you what he achieved let me tell you what what he achieved in two years Lim Kim San got 26,000 new homes built 26,000 new homes built and that was more than the system that he had inherited with it's all his committees had managed mm. to build in the last 32 years. Mm. That's it's the difference. True. Yeah. And in oil, I mean, you say, is it personalities? Yeah, sure. You know, Goh Keng Sui, fantastic guy. Lim Kim San, very tough guy. Lee Kuan Yew, very tough guy. But the point is, they saw this as absolutely key to their legitimacy. And mm. th- th- their point was this: we have a mandate. Mm. We have won a democratic mandate, and mm. we are going to get this done. And well, we're, not your, we're not going to have your committees. I'm going to get it done. Yeah. And, the, and the point is, he did get it done. Now, I hope, William, you know where I'm going with this. Yeah, well, there's two
0: things. I mean, one, one thing, firstly, uh, just look at policy, and we, it's got to be about delivery. And we're, the civil service and the government are inept at doing the basics in the uk and then it's still going to get anything done i mean they can't build any houses or anything so we when we looked at housing i wanted three things i wanted the entities the actual structures which was in our case we're going for development corporations separate from government uh and the money and the powers and you have all three and if you have good leadership in there i can promise you they will certainly deliver but i just wanted to finish on on culture of, of getting things done Because today you have uh, the deputy prime minister Dominic Raab resigning uh, under a cloud, somewhat of allegations of bullying and so on. Now, interesting, my I'm very sceptical actually about this bullying allegations and conduct inquiries and things have become a weapon. I know I have experience from friends in local government. It's become a weapon. I'm not saying it is in this case, but become a weapon uh, for whistleblowers and people trying to get things done. So I'm very concerned about this. And a lot of the things that Rab was accused of, the inquiry said he didn't actually do. What some of the things he did do was looking at reports and saying that's woeful. And I would argue if he's saying they're woeful,
1: maybe they just are woeful. Well, I think it's over such a wide spread of economic and social phenomena. We now have civil service failure of such spectacular incompetence. Mm. that, uh, Frankly, I'm sorry about this, William. I'm with, I am, absolutely happy if civil servants particularly senior civil servants now get it in the neck i mm. really am i mm. i you know they deserve it they've they're failing now mm. one of the th- one of the responses i had to my piece about lincoln sam was someone saying yeah but what about democracy uh, you know because you can always get things done with a benign dictator and mm. the answer is checks and balances we've got the checks you know, mm. nothing happens mm. The balance is the democratic mandate. So, William, if, you, if we put this in the in the SDP um, uh, manifesto, housing policy actually just let's mm. make it simple: quarter of a million new houses every year. Mm. And if the guys at the civil service don't like it or can't like it, fine, go and find themselves an easier job where they're happier. But well, don't get in the way because we have the mandate and we're coming through. Well, it's deliberately designed. I mean,
0: the structure of the policy is deliberately designed. Uh, We took basically the development corporation model from the 1980s uh, because it was separate from government. And a lot of people that led the LDDC and the other uh, urban development corporations were out of the private sector, and they rolled their sleeves up and they got it done. And they had the powers and the resources to do it. So I think our policy is the only party published, the only policy published by any party that is serious about the housing issue and actually has the, the the solution. So. Uh, and
1: I, go Go Kang Sui and Lim Kim Sam would appreciate it. I think they would. Thanks very much, Michael. All Take right. Care.